Hello, villager. You're listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. It's time to grab your favorite blend of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, villager! Thank you for listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. This is episode number 23 for the end of May, beginning of June 2020. I'm your host, Brewster. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about some things that you could do in the month of June. That way you'll be nice and ready for the month. The main topic on this episode is going to be moving rocks on your island. So make sure you have your warm cup of coffee, and let's get on with the show. So the first thing I want to cover on this episode is on the last episode I talked about some things I'd like to see changed in the game. I did have some discussion come in from some of the listeners, so I'm going to go over that, and I did think of one or two more things I want to discuss. So before I talk about the feedback sent in by listeners, I'm going to tell you about the idea I was thinking of the other day. I started dabbling on some custom designs, making some hoodies and sweatshirts and stuff like that, and one of the things I would like to see updated in the future is for them to provide you with stats on your designs. Meaning, when I upload a design, I'd like to know how many people downloaded it and how many people even checked it out. I know it's something minor, but I just think it'd be pretty neat to see how many people are actually looking at your stuff and how many people actually downloaded it. Speaking of custom designs, Kei Fujimi made a transparent Brewster's Roost logo. The custom design ID is M. O G four D one M zero G seven zero D six Y. It turned out really good. I appreciate the hard work you put into it. It looks awesome. And speaking of K for Jimmy, they put in some feedback on something they'd like to see changed as well. So they said that the only thing that really bothers them in the game is that the Manila clams don't stack. I could not agree more. I can tolerate everything else, but crafting fish bait is the most tedious. I definitely agree with that. It's just very overwhelming. You can only fit a, well, maximum of 40 clams in your inventory, and then you have to sit there and craft all the fish bait. And then some feedback came in from Brianna. She said that she thinks that they should allow you to buy more colors of clothing at once from Abel's instead of having to keep going back in the changing room. This is definitely something too. You know, the first time I went in there, I actually made the mistake. I thought I was building up a shopping list and just kept adding purchases, and I didn't realize when I switched tops, it would actually take that first one off. And I sat there and loaded up what I thought was a whole bunch of different designs, and then I purchased it. And then I'm looking through my inventory later and realized none of it was there except for the last things I picked. So I kind of learned that lesson the hard way. Thank you guys for sending the feedback in on that topic. And if any listener has any other ideas or things they'd like to see change in the game, send me a message over on Instagram or Twitter. Both are at Brewster's Roost, or you could send me an email at brewstersroost at gmail.com and I'll discuss it on a future show. This is probably a segment we'll be able to keep up with on the show, so send in those topics and we'll discuss them. So we're ending the month of May and we're heading into June, so a new month means new fish and new insects for the northern and southern hemispheres. So for the month of June in the northern hemisphere, it's actually a pretty big list of fish and bugs that you're going to be able to catch. So I'm going to just rattle off the whole list and then I'll go back and give you tips on how you could catch these insects or fish. So for the northern hemisphere, we're finally going to get sharks. You'll be able to catch a Dorado, a Hammerhead Shark, the Great White Shark, a Whale Shark, an Arowana, an Arapaima, don't know how you say that, probably wrong. You could catch a Gar, the Giant Snakehead, the Tilapia, a Suckerfish, a Saw Shark, a Piranha, I don't know how to say this next one, it's a Saddled Beecher? I don't know, that's probably wrong as well. And then the insects, there's going to be the Emperor Butterfly, a Firefly, the Goliath Beetle, the Rainbow Stag, and the drone beetle. Now for the southern hemisphere, you're gonna be able to catch a stringfish, the pond smelt, a squid, an oarfish, the sea butterfly, 
the emperor butterfly, the Raha Brooks Birdwing, and the Dung Beetle. So for the villagers that are playing in the Southern Hemisphere, I just want to give you a word of advice. When you reel in that oarfish, be ready for a big surprise. That thing shoots out of the water and looks ridiculous when you catch it. It's definitely something funny to see. Okay, now as far as this list goes, obviously there's going to be other fish and insects that you can catch. These are just newer ones that are coming for the month of June. So now that I gave you the list of all of them, I'm going to tell you the best place to catch them. So in the Northern Hemisphere, for the Dorado, you can catch that in the river. It has a large shadow and is available from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. The hammerhead shark could be found in the ocean. It has a large shadow with a fin and is available from 4 p.m. until 9 a.m. The great white is the same. It's available in the sea and it's available from 4 p.m. till 9 a.m. Whale sharks could be found in the sea as well. They'll be large with a fin shadow and they're available all day. The arowana is available in the rivers. They have a medium to large shadow and they're available from 4 p.m. until 9 a.m. The arapaima, or however you say that, is available in the river. It has a huge shadow and is available from 4 p.m. until 9 a.m. The gar is available in a pond with a very large shadow and that's available from 4 p.m. until 9 a.m. as well. The giant snakehead is available in the pond. It has a large shadow and can be caught from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. A tilapia can be caught in the river. It has a medium to small shadow and it's available all day. The suckerfish can be found in the sea. It's a medium shadow with a fin and that's available all day as well. A sauce shark is in the sea. It's huge with a fin. It's available from 4 p.m. to 9 a.m. You could catch a piranha in the river. It has a small shadow. It's available from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and then 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. And then finally for the fish in the northern hemisphere, the saddled biter. It's available in the river with a medium to large shadow and can be caught from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. Now we'll move on to the insects that are available in the month of June in the northern hemisphere. The emperor butterfly can be found flying around from 5 p.m. until 8 a.m. Fireflies will be flying around from 7 p.m. until 4 a.m. You can find a goliath beetle on palm trees from 5 p.m. until 8 a.m. Rainbow stags will be on trees from 7 p.m. till 8 a.m. And drone beetles can be found on trees all day long. Now I'll move on to the southern hemisphere. So for the fish in the month of June, the stringfish can be found in the rivers up on a clifftop. It has a large shadow and is available from 4 p.m. till 9 a.m. Pond smelts can be found in the river with a small shadow all day long. Squid can be found in the sea with a medium to small shadow and they're available all day. The oarfish is in the sea. It has a huge shadow and that's available all day as well. Sea butterflies are found in the sea, obviously, with a tiny shadow and they're available all day. And for the insects in the southern hemisphere, the emperor butterfly could be found flying around from 5 p.m. until 8 a.m. The Raha Brooks birdwing could be found flying around from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. And finally, the dung beetle. That will be found rolling snowballs around on the ground, and that's available all day. So hopefully getting a list of these items will help you get ready for the month of June, and if I missed one or two of them, sorry about that. You can message me and I'll put something out on my Instagram or Twitter. So good luck catching those fish and insects. So before I get onto this episode's main topic, moving rocks, I just want to thank a few people and this wonderful community we have. My ongoing thanks goes out to Kay for sending me posters in the game every day. When I open up that mailbox and see that there's some posters in there from you, I get really excited to see which ones they are. So thank you so much for doing that. I also had the pleasure last week to visit Jazzykins Island. She is also helping me out with the post. She's starting on the special characters list, so I'm definitely excited to get those in my collection. Thank you so much for helping out. I also want to say hello to somebody that emailed me within the last week. It was a father and daughter team that played together. He emailed me and asked if I had any extra fruit that they were missing. So I have all the fruit trees on my island, so I shook a bunch of them, filled up my pockets, and I headed off to their island. They had a few posters that they wanted me to catalog, so I was more than happy to do that as well. We arranged a time and I headed over to their island. That's one thing I love about this game. You could go to so many different people's islands and it's just 
everybody's island looks different. It's amazing. Their island was looking awesome and I had a fun time. So thank you guys for letting me catalog some posters and thanks for letting me visit your island. And also thank you for listening to the show. And finally, I want to thank all the people that have left ratings on Apple Podcasts. The ratings and reviews are definitely what helps get the name of the show out there. So if you do have a moment, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review for the show. And finally, with all that stuff out of the way, we could get on to the main topic of this episode. So you want to move rocks. The first thing you might ask is why would you want to move the rocks? There's definitely a visual reason for it. It does look really nice, and it's definitely interesting to see all your rocks in one place. Not only that, it's very easy then to harvest them every day. All you have to do is make one stop and then you could hit all six rocks. It's not hard to pull it off, it's just very tedious. So make sure that you have the design in your head the way you would like them to set up. You don't have to do them all in one place, you can move them wherever you want, but once you find the perfect location for each rock, then you'll have to set up your island so they'll move there. For my design, I just went with a simple three across and two rows, so it's just six rocks all in a square right next to each other. Now a rock does need a total of nine spaces to spawn. So there's the one space in the center where the rock actually will be, and then all eight spaces around it have to be open. So you can't spawn a rock right next to a cliffside or something like that so that spot wouldn't be open, you need to have them all open all around the rock. So that's just something to keep in mind. And you also don't want to put your rocks right next to each other. You want to put a minimum of one space in between, so when you harvest them, that space is there. So the first thing you want to do is just come up with your design and where you want them to be. Once you have that all figured out, then the rest is pretty simple, and it'll all fall into place. So to make it easy on myself, I went into construction mode, and I picked the area that I wanted the rocks to go. I just laid six dirt paved spots. That way I knew where to set everything else up. So I picked a nice open area and I put a dirt space, then I left grass, dirt space, grass, dirt space. Then that was the bottom row. Then I did the same thing two spaces above it. Then I left a space all around that rectangle and then I filled it up with hedges all around that. So once I had that all figured out, then the next thing you have to do is actually go around to your island Harvest all of your rocks first, and then smash them. So don't worry about smashing a rock if you never did it before. They will spawn back. Only one a day, though. So if you're not sure how to smash rocks, what you have to do is pick a piece of fruit off of a tree, and make sure you eat it, and then go over to a rock and hit it with a shovel or the axe. The rock will break. If you do want to harvest all the rocks before you smash them, don't eat all six pieces of fruit right away. Harvest one rock, eat a piece, and then smash it. Harvest the next rock, eat a piece of fruit, and then smash that one, and so on until all six are gone. So the next thing you're going to want to do is open up your design tool app on your Nook phone. Once you're in there, pick one of your blank spaces, and all I did for mine was I just filled it in completely red, so all I had was a red design. You want to make sure that you do this so cleanup at the end of this project is a lot easier. And plus, you don't want to have to ruin one of your designs. So take a blank design, turn it whatever color you want, and then you're going to save that in your design app. So you're going to head back to the area that you set out for your rocks and get that all cleaned up. Make sure that your path is picked up and that the area is just grass and open. Now the next part of the process is the longest part. It could take an hour, or even a little bit longer. So you're going to pick a spot on your map. I started with the bottom left side of the map. You don't need to do the beach, but anywhere where there's grass, you're going to need to place mannequins. So starting at the bottom left corner, I placed a mannequin, left two spaces, placed another mannequin, left another two, and another mannequin. And so on. You want to do this all the way across and all the way up and down. Because like I said before, a rock does need nine spaces to spawn, so you want to make sure that, that every spot is full so a rock doesn't appear where you don't want it to. If you get to a spot where there's a tree or a building in the way, that will act as a mannequin, because a rock obviously can't spawn in one of those positions. So just place a mannequin near it and then move on. If you have construction paths down, those are fine. A rock won't spawn on those. So you're definitely going to have to invest some time into this part of the process. It does take a lot of time and it makes your island look pretty messy for a couple of days. But if everything goes well, it'll only take six days. So to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, what your island's going to look like, if you were doing the overhead view, or 
or when your plane's coming in, if you were to look down at your island, which I will post a little video on my Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are at Brewster's Roost. You could check it out so you could see what mine looks like. But if you were to look at an overhead view and look down at a big open field, you would see mannequin, space, space, mannequin, space, space, mannequin, to the left and right, and also up and down. So every four spots, you'll just have a mannequin sitting there. And like I said, you want to make a mannequin with the pattern that we just picked out before. Also, if you're not sure how to do that, just go to the pattern and then put display here as mannequin. So after you've invested quite a bit of time and you think you have all of your mannequins laid out, now it's time to go around and double check. You want to look in any nooks and crannies, no pun intended, look behind buildings, look behind houses, in between houses, anywhere where you think an open space would be. And if there's an open space there, throw a mannequin. This also counts for on second levels and third levels too. Like I said, you don't need to worry about the beach because that doesn't count. But once you think you got it all done, all that we have to do now is wait. So one surefire way you're gonna know if it worked is the next day you're gonna go to where you wanted your rocks to spawn and if there's a new rock there, you've done it. If you don't see a rock there, then it's time to go find it. This actually happened to me. On my first day, I was so excited to go over there and see a rock. I ran over to the spot and I looked there and there's no rock there. So then on my second pass through, I walked all around the island until I found it. And it ended up being behind my resident services where I wasn't really looking because I thought there was no spaces back there. So I had to break that rock and wait another day. So if that happens, just find where the rock is, harvest it if you want, break the rock, and then you're going to have to wait one more day. So the next day, run to the spot again, and if the rock's there, then you're good. If it's still not there, then you have to find it, and we're going to repeat this process until the rocks start spawning in the area you wanted them. But like I mentioned before, if the rock isn't there, it is somewhere else on the island. Once you find where it is, smash it, and make sure you place a mannequin down in that spot. That way the rock won't spawn there again. It's really an exciting feeling to run over to where you wanted them set out every day and see a new rock in its position. It kind of makes having all those mannequins around the island worth it, as ugly as it is. So if you did everything correctly, in six days, all of your rocks are going to be where you wanted them. So at this point, you really want to look at it and make sure that you're happy with it. If you like the way it looks, then you're all done. If you don't like the way it looks and you want to make a couple adjustments, go ahead and smash the rocks, make some adjustments to where you have mannequins set up, and wait a couple more days for the rocks to spawn. Once you're 100% happy with it, now it's time to clean up everything. So as much time as it took to put those mannequins out, it's not going to take this long to clean them up. And the reason is because we made a pattern just for this purpose. So all you have to do to clean up the hundreds of mannequins that you have laying around your island is go back to your design tool app and go to the pattern that you used for your mannequins. Then all you have to do is change that design. All I did was change it back to white. And as soon as you change it when you back out of there, all the mannequins on the island disappear. So that's why I'm telling you to make sure that the rocks are the way you want them before you do that. Because once they disappear, if you want to move your rock, you're going to have to lay out those mannequins all over again. And as cool as it was to do it once, I don't know if I want to do it a second time. So that's all that there is to moving rocks on your island. I hope that this was able to help you if you choose to do it. If you have any questions about it, make sure you email me, Roost at gmail.com, or on Instagram or Twitter, at Roost. It's a lot of fun to do, and it gives you something else to do on your daily chores. Well, we're coming up to the end of this episode, so I really hope you guys got some information out of it. And, and if you do choose to move your rocks, send me a picture of them when they're all finished. And before I head out, if there's anything you want me to discuss on the next show, make sure you send me an email or get in touch with me online. I really want to make this show as interactive as possible, so getting any feedback or questions from you guys really helps me out. And if you guys do find any value in what I'm putting out here, if you want to support me financially, you could go over to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com slash b-r-e-w-s-t-e-r. If you're not able to support me financially, just spread the word about the show. Tell a friend, tag me in a comment, leave a rating and review wherever you listen to the show. Anything that you guys could do to help out is greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your week, and don't let that coffee cool too much.
Thank you for listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And while you're there, please make sure that you rate and review the show. You can follow the show notes or see anything that I talked about on this episode by going to brewstersroost.blogspot.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Brewster's Roost. And you could also email me with any comments, questions, or suggestions at brewstersroost at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to turn the tables and buy me a cup of coffee, you can do so over at ko-fi.com slash Brewster, where you can make a $3 donation to help support the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Now don't let that cup of coffee cool too much. See you next time.